A wise man, a Stoic philosopher, a sage. We've come a long way from the building blocks of Stoic philosophy during Roman times, and the once called lovers of wisdom has diminished from being a way of life to just an understanding of book knowledge and concepts. Join me on this journey as we build an already existing version of ourselves to create our own mentors who have the virtues we admire to keep us accountable and stay true to a future version of ourselves. This is the Stoic Sage. There are three things in which a man ought to exercise himself who would be wise and good. The first concerns the desires. The second concerns the movements toward and from an object. The third concerns freedom from deception and rashness in judgment. And generally, it concerns the ascents. Epictetus. This episode is a continuation of my previous episode, The Three Fields of Stoicism. And in today's podcast, we will discuss the three disciplines as described by Epictetus. These were meant to be practiced by a Stoic student, and this was the common way of learning Stoicism in the ancient times. So let's revisit today's quote of the day in more detail. Epictetus wrote, There are three things in which a man ought to exercise himself who would be wise and good. The first concerns the desires and the aversions, that a man may not fail to get what he desires and that he may not fall into that which he does not desire. The second concerns the movements toward and the movements from an object, and generally in doing what a man ought to do, that he may act according to nature, to reason, and not carelessly. The third thing concerns freedom from deception and rashness in judgment, and generally it concerns the ascents. So let's break down the three disciplines that were mentioned. Epictetus wrote and mentioned the three disciplines, desire, action, and ascent. So let's start with desire. Put simply, the disciplined desire tells us to understand what is proper or not to aim for, which is reflected in the famous Stoic teaching of what is in your control, another being moderation or temperance, another way to describe it. It is also proper to desire things that are in our control. Do not desire what is not in our control. We can say for certain that this is true as desiring things that are in our control are naturally attainable. As Marcus Aurelius has mentioned many times, if you can imagine it in your hand, it is already there. If we desire things that are out of our control, we are showing our future selves disappointment. We are uncertain of those outcomes and therefore asking for suffering. Epictetus wrote, The first discipline relates to the effects. For an effect is produced in no other way than by a failing to obtain what a man desires or a failing or falling into what a man would wish to avoid. This brings about anxiety, disorders, bad fortune, misfortunes, sorrows, weeping, and envy. These make men envious. And by these direct causes, 
we are unable to listen to the voices of reason. This discipline is the most important among three, as many Stoics would say, in mainly because it is in the power of our thoughts, of our impulses, the will to get and the will to avoid. The second discipline, which is described as movements toward and from an object, is broken down into action. So action with regards to how we interact with one another. We must remember that Stoics are indeed pro-social, but never forgetting the individual. We must make time for yourselves to properly interact with other people. Epictetus would write, The second topic concerns the duties of a man, for I should not be free from any effect like a statue, but I should maintain the relations natural and acquired as a religious man, as a son, as a father, as a citizen. And I enjoy this quote a lot, actually, because even in ancient times, there was a common stereotype that Stoics were emotionless, like rocks and such. But all in all, this discipline really describes how we interact with your fellow man. We should be and remain social beings, and we are social beings, but never forgetting ourselves. We have to mediate ourselves in that way. And we're going to get into what really mediates this discipline. But this uh, action is really important to understand. We are going to have natural actions, but we have to move within reason, with one another at least. And so the final discipline, assent, concerns our ability to sanction or not of our impressions. Basically meaning first impressions of all things. Very vague, but for example, being presented with beautiful jewelry or of all the wonders of the world before we have had a proper judgment about them. So having an initial reaction of these beautiful jewelry, of the wonders of the world, before we have judgments about them. Another example would be being startled by a noise in, in, in your house to find out that it was just a draft that caused a door to shut. You may have had a sudden fear as an initial reaction, but after confirming it not being an intruder, there was no need to fear. Therefore, we must withdraw assent from it. Epictetus wrote, The third topic is that which immediately concerns those who are making proficiency, that which concerns the security of the other two, so that not even in sleep any appearance unexamined may surprise us, nor in intoxication, nor in melancholy. He stresses that assent is important and crucial for the other two to exist and to make progress. So there you have it. Desire, action, assent. Desire, the things that we want in life or the things that we don't want in life. Action, how we interact with one another. And assent, first impressions of the world around us. So now, that brings us to the three fields. And how do those relate to the three disciplines? 
So to recap, if you didn't listen to uh, the previous episode, let's recap it just really quickly. Physics, ethics, and logic. Physics being the material world, ethics being living well, and logic being reasoning. So how does desire relate to physics? Desire derives from our understanding of the world being the field of physics. This is mediated by the virtues both courage and temperance because it takes courage to accept the way things are. It takes courage to accept humanity as it is. It takes courage to accept the hard facts of nature. We need to be mediated by temperance as well so we don't desire the things which we can't have or can't attain. This will bring uh, life well lived. So desire being mediated by courage and temperance leading us to our understanding of physics being the world around us. So action from the field of ethics being derived from the field of ethics because it deals with how we act with others and ourselves which is mediated by justice. Action mediated by justice so we may understand the ethics of living a good life. Finally, assent derived by logic because we need to use reason in order to grant or deny assent to impression. This is mediated by wisdom. Assent mediated by wisdom so we may understand the logic of our impressions of the world. There you have it. That's really what it comes down to. I hope you all enjoyed this deep dive into how Stoicism was taught in ancient times. If you study philosophy in school, I'm sure you are well aware of this. And But this makes me have so much more respect for the great Stoics. As it's not just the four virtues. It's a lot deeper than that. And with this information, I hope you feel that much closer to becoming a sage to your own liking. Thank you for stopping by. The Stoic Sage is on Instagram at the.stoic.sage. I post a podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. Just remember, one day at a time and one step at a time. Be confident in yourself to create the best version of yourself. Until next time, this is the Stoic Sage.